Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I I say, look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Yes, there we go. A fade though. Oh my God. Give me that music. Give me that. fade though. Mm-hmm. you say it's what you think oh god i don't even fucking know it's been so long uh look we're getting a late start and we know what you guys are all here today okay so today we have a very very special guest that we are skyping in from leeds england all right you may have seen her her stuff gets millions of views on youtube and she was recently featured in the united states on inside edition which i'm obsessed with inside edition a lot of um, people that tune into this show probably have no clue what it is it's been on for 100 years fun fact bill o'reilly got his like i mean no one cares about bill O'Reilly now so this is like a no one gives a fuck fact but anyway Bill O'Reilly <laughs> like got his start on Inside Edition and when I was a kid I used to love it because they would go and interview people I am attracted to people that are different like I feel like we are all very programmed the only thing I agree with Kanye West on is I feel like people are very programmed to act the same way look the same way dress the same way so inside edition always fascinated me because they would go and interview unique people like they would find the world's fattest cat you know they would find a donkey that like walked on two legs like i love that stuff 
So Amanda Liberty is a woman who was married to the Statue of Liberty. She is an object sexual. You're wondering what the hell is an object sexual? An object sexual is someone who alleges that they are just attracted to inanimate objects. If you've ever watched My Strange Addiction, some people have been married to a pool float. Uh, which all this seems bananas, right? This all seems like insane. But for the past couple of weeks, we've been talking to Amanda Liberty offline about her life, and she is currently married to a chandelier. So most recently, that is why she made headlines nationwide, because she's married to this chandelier named Lumiere. I always Lumiere. Say Lumiere. <laughs> Yes, it's the same name from Beauty and the Beast. Yes, we know. Um, But we talked to her and she's a very, very sensitive, very thoughtful person. And she said, look, I would love to be on your show, but I... I believe that being an object sexual is not a choice. Like, you are born that way. Um, People make fun of me. They've made fun of me my whole life. This is very, very serious for me. This is my life. So I will do your show if you guys are respectful and and you don't have me on to just, like, mock me and make fun of me. So I said, of course. You know, we want to know more about your life. People have so many questions. You guys have put everything online. You want to know... When someone marries an object, do you actually have like a wedding ceremony? Does she have sex with Lumiere? Because I had seen an Inside Edition that she does, in fact, sleep in the same bed as Lumiere. Yeah. How does that uh, how we want to know how that happens? You were married to the Statue of Liberty. Then you got divorced. Like, What kind of relationship did you and the Statue of Liberty have? What do your friends and family think? By the way, we'll ask Amanda about this, but she says that there are thousands of people in the world that are also object sexuals that message her and are too afraid to come forward because they'll be made fun of. That's so sad. And I love her for doing this. I do, too. I do, too. Um, people want to know if she's a Sia fan. If you, you know, you guys know, uh, welcome to the Hey Fresh podcast. If you're joining us for the first time because you've heard about Amanda Liberty, you want to know about object sexuality. Uh, I'm your host, Sarah Frazier, along with AJ. She's an impressionist comedian. Jackie is in <laughs> studio. She is our intern, aspiring producer. I'm your host, Sarah Frazier, media background. I call myself an Internet comedian because I don't really perform at clubs. I perform for you on the Insta. <laughs> on the interwebs. Uh, and I'm a TV host. You know, I've hosted some things. All right. Hosted a lot. What, over 400 events, too? Yeah, that's on my website, that claim. Yeah. That's a claim. <laughs> that's a high stat. When I first I looked have, your I've ass up. I've hosted everything from pole dancing, you know, championships to, you know, cancer things to I know, kids sometimes pageants. you get yourself in trouble. With which ones? <sighs> Some of the more conservative oh. ones. And you come back, you're like, I, I was cursing like a sailor. I've done Kennedy Center, red carpet, where <laughs> I thought, amazing. yeah, where Renee Fleming, the opera singer, came out. I was like, Katie Couric, Katie, over here, Katie. She goes, Renee Fleming. But thanks. That's a compliment. Oh, oh fuck. Guess I'm not getting that interview. Cheryl Crow once I interviewed her. I was like, I just have one Ooh, question. Her publicist I was like, one question. Her. I was like, do you ever see yourself marrying Kid Rock? She was like, oh, you brought me over here to ask me that? No. Oh, you hit the hard-hitting questions, don't you? You go right to the source. Anyway, that's a little bit of who we are. So thank you for joining the Hate Free Show. If you like the show today, we ask that you tell somebody who has never heard of us um, because you guys are amazing. So the show wouldn't be in existence without you. All right, let's get Amanda. She's Skyping in from Leeds. We want to get her on because, uh, you know, she's five hours ahead of us. So for her right now, it's almost 6 p.m. Um, and we'll answer all of your questions. I'm, I'm very fascinated. Are you guys very I'm excited. dying to know. So I know. When we were doing the Skype test, she's so nice. Her whole apartment, I want to do a whole tour because it's full of like knickknack chandeliers, Lady Liberty. I can't wait. She could be like another co-host of the show, honestly. And I <laughs> want to have sex with like a sofa. I really do. Oh, I think. Oh, she's walking. I see it. Hi, Amanda. Hello. Can you hear? Oh, my God. We can hear you and we can see you. 
Oh. Can you see us? That's good. Yeah. I was trying to make myself big so I could see myself, you know. Oh, there we go. Oh, great. Perfect. That'll do. So I can see half of myself. <laughs> Yay! I just don't know what you're showing me and uh, trying to make myself big. <laughs> great view already. Okay, we're seeing all the chandeliers. Amanda, welcome to the show. Thank you for being on. We were just telling all of our guests that we've had some conversations with you um, before today, just talking about you were saying, look, I'm happy to do press about my life, but I like to do respectful interviews because you're an object sexual. You are married to a chandelier. You've been absolutely going viral everywhere. But you also say this is your real life. It is my real life, yeah. I mean, we're actually engaged. We're not married, so to speak. We're engaged. This is a ring on Lumiere. Uh, oh, really there you beautiful. Go. There you go. That is the and, engagement uh, ring. There's mine. There you go. So, yes, it's, it's real. It is real life. I mean, I know a lot of people think it's a joke, but... You know, because it's different, you know, she's, they say, oh, how can you love a chandelier? It's just a bit of metal. It's just an object. It's it's just a light. <laughs> but to me, she's so much more than that. To me, she gives energy to me. I mean, she doesn't speak. She doesn't say, hello, Amanda. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> she just gives her energy, especially if I, like, a touch her like that i mean she's got wiring in her arms which is actually red and blue or brown and blue because that's the standard in england and you and the eu uh and i've got red and blue veins running through me so it's kind of you know it's a connection there between us so you know and she's a special girl <laughs> yes well amanda a lot of people watching this and obviously us promoting your appearance you know people don't really understand the attraction to inanimate objects but you were telling us you know you receive messages from hundreds of people all across the world that that feel the same way can you tell people like go back can you tell people when did you know that you weren't attracted to a, a person but more of an object it's difficult to answer that. I mean, I've been like this for over 20 years now, so it's kind of going back to the start. Is getting further and further away as I get older. Um, I don't really know that actual crucial moment. I mean, I, I never developed the feelings that people have for other people. You know, I mean, I didn't know how that was supposed to happen because... You don't, you know, it's just natural, I suppose. For most people, as they grow older, they just start getting attracted to people. But that never happened to me. It just didn't. You know, I was attracted to uh, objects. What, the was first the first, object. what was the first object that you ever had a connection with? Um, a drum kit. A drum uh, kit? Yeah, yeah. And it actually wasn't my drum kit. It was one that I borrowed from somebody else. So, I mean, I <laughs> You're didn't like, how really am I going to give this back? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't really get very... I was loving with that drum kit, but I didn't really do anything that was different to playing the drum kit at the time because, you know, that wasn't my drum kit, so I wouldn't do that 
to someone else's, you know. <laughs> to someone else's, right. I got my drum kit a year later. First thing I did was gave it a kiss, and I was like, oh, <laughs> 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 it was <so> awesome. <laughs> so, okay, you, you discover, you know, over 20 years ago that you're um, attracted to objects and not humans. When did you, yeah. you know, because what's so brave about you is you will do press. You know, a lot of people, like you said, that know you, that message you, refuse to put the, this out there because they're fearful of what people will say and how people treat them. Who? So how did you end up telling your family? A lot of people have asked that. If your family's accepting of you and of Lumiere. Uh, my family are accepting of it. They find it difficult to understand, just as most people do. And that's fine with me. I'm fine if they don't get how it works. It's not a problem to me if people don't understand that because I understand that it's something that is not the usual way of thinking. But as long as people will accept me for who I am and the fact that my Lumiere here and all my chandeliers here make me happy. Right. You know, and they bring me so much to my life. They benefit so much. And my family realize how much they benefit my life. You know, how many more friends I've made, you know, human friends, that is, through my love of chandeliers you know, through being able to restore chandeliers. Um, I've helped a few people with that all over the world, you know, both online and also personally with my hands as well. You know, most of these chandeliers in the room, wow. I've restored them myself. So, so they've been accepting know. of it. They're they're accepting mm-hmm. of it. They're happy for you. How yeah. do they feel about you putting yourself out there, though, publicly with interviews like Inside Edition? You were just on a documentary in New Zealand. I mean, they must mm. also be a little afraid for you, I would think. Yeah, I think so. I don't think I don't think they like the negative attention that I get. I mean, I don't like it either. But some I, how I feel is somebody's got to do it. Somebody out there has to do it because. There's so many people like us and there might be more people like us that have never heard of people like us and I've never found a place to fit in. I mean, for years I didn't know anybody else like myself and I just felt completely out, you know, not included away from people because I was different. And, And, you know, so that doing the media helps to promote it and I'm trying to get it so that people will accept us at least and to accept anybody who is different. It's not just about me and it's not just about OS. It's about far more than that. There's so many people in the world who think a bit differently or live life a different way or who are wired differently. We're perfectly capable of functioning in society like anybody else is. So do you feel like it's like being bisexual, being gay? Like, because I think when we talked, you had sort of said that you like the hardest part for you is like you didn't choose this. This was just like how you were born. Yeah, it was how I was born. And I didn't choose it. I mean, if I'd had a choice, you know, because people say, oh, did you choose to be with objects because humans didn't want you or you didn't want humans? No, I didn't. It was the way I was made. And if I'd had the choice, then I would have said, right, I'm going to go and find myself a man, you know, because it would be easier. 
You know, right. you wouldn't have this stigma. You'd be able to walk down the street holding hands with the one you love, be able to go out for a meal, you'd be able to go to the cinema anywhere else with the one you love without being stared at or without people thinking, oh, you're weird, aren't you? For loving somebody different, you know. Do you take Lumiere out of the house ever? I mean, no, obviously, no. no, you don't. Okay, so she she no. stays inside. Yeah, I mean, there was a production crew who wanted to do that earlier in the year. They came over from Australia, and they actually wanted to take Lumiere with me to another location to film elsewhere, but it was just going to be too difficult. So they've had to take all the prisms off, and she's. She's got a nice little wiring set up there, and she's actually plugged into the wall, so she's got a wire running down there. And, okay, so you you first made headlines, though, because your your last name is Liberty. You would first mm-hmm. made headlines because you were married to the Statue of Liberty. Again, it wasn't a marriage. I was never married to the Statue of Liberty, and I would never want it to. We never wanted to go that way because I respect that there's loads of people all the way around the world who love the Statue of Liberty. Not Got necessarily it. in the way that I do, but a lot of people respect her and she means a lot to a lot of people. So I would not feel right. I mean, that's the Statue of Liberty in New York, who's the one that I fell in love with, is not mine. She's belongs to everybody. So I don't feel it's my right to have tried to claim her for myself. <laughs> God, I just got to when that, I can. That can, was you know? like a famous just attraction, feel. though, right? Like, because uh-huh. that got that got a lot of press for you. So you 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 yeah. did feel as though you had a connection with the Statue of Liberty in New York City, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so tell yeah. me, tell us, like, but how did that relationship start? You visited New York. You just you felt the same sort of energy. It actually happened over the internet. That one, I didn't actually see her. For about a year and a half till after I fell in love with her and I started collecting them before I went over to uh, New York as well and I booked my flights and when I went and seen her in person for the first time my jaw was just touching the bottom of the boat like (laughs) the whole time that I was down there because it's like Oh, my goodness, she was so different in person. She was so magnificent. And the energy that was coming off her was like 20 times more than what I'd been able to get through photographs and all the media, through the Internet and all the rest of it. So, But how did that know. even catch fire, that, that people found out that you were attracted to the Statue of Liberty, that you felt like you were in a relationship? Did you blog about it? How did Who first picked that up? Oh, I don't even remember now. I mean, I think, you know, I think it was probably more that media probably were looking for OS people because quite often at the times people would contact the main hub for object and sexuality, which, you know, the object and sexuality international, and they would have contacted the leader or admins of that. Okay. And who would have wanted to do media with OS people and it would have been put out, I think, to for people who are interested to to go in the media. So I think that's how it was found out rather than me purposely pursuing it myself. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, 
Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. How ironic! I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delaney Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delaney has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delaney walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I I feel like I'm going to have to get a caller driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delaney show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delaney podcast. Enjoy. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby. Every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. A lot of people have the question of, you know, are your relationships platonic or do you have an intimate sexual relationship with an inanimate, with either Lumiere or um, the drum kit? Like you actually kiss them, right? You have a physical relationship. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, with with Lumiere here, she stays on her hook. You know, she doesn't come anywhere else from there. So. You know, the only sort of physical relationship I have with her is to touch her with my hand and to kiss her. And that is, that is about it with physical contact with her and it's just looking at her. And, you know, I mean, I get through a lot through um, looking as well. I mean, to me and to a lot of people in the West community, intimacy isn't always going to be sex so to speak, if I'm allowed to say that word. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, we <laughs> say everything on the show. Not, yeah, <laughs> it's like, you know, it's not always about in that. In general, have, a, have a, an obsession with that in general, and I don't have that, you know. I mean, I was not, I'm not highly sexed as a person, as an individual. Uh, so, I mean, I'm quite happy just to give him a kiss or whatever. I mean, it's not to say that I've never done it because that would be a lie because I have, but it's not something that's very important to me and not something that I really do nowadays because I'm with the chandeliers and, 
and you know it's not really possible so i'm well, not bothered it's easier to have sex with a drum kit than a chandelier you know i mean yeah, it is right. right like yeah you can have sex right. a drumstick can... i could see that happening but the, the uh-huh. chandelier is a little harder yeah i mean you know there have been ways and there have been ways that i have been intimate with chandeliers but not her specifically with others but you know that's between us sort of thing and it's not something that I do very much because I don't think it's an important part of a relationship to me it's like you know I can be connected in other ways that's you know amazing because I mean? you're I mean you are a young woman like I would think mm-hmm. that you, you know you're a young woman that's attractive you know you I feel like could be having sex with whoever you wanted so it's <laughs> interesting to me that you don't have that charge which I understand but yeah. but yeah. I'm, I'm just always curious like how you mm-hmm. you know because I'm assuming mm-hmm. you stay faithful to your chandeliers at this point well, yes, I'm with them, but I mean, I still love this actual liberty as well, but not in the same way. But it's difficult for me to say the words, I was in a relationship with the Statue of Liberty. I can't actually say that. I can't actually put that into words because it doesn't feel real. Because I, mean, I never asked to be with anyone else once I were with the Statue of Liberty. I thought that was it. That was one of me in my life. She's the one. I'm happy. And that's it. There's no nothing more. And then the chandeliers come into my life. And I was just walking around an antique shop one day because I like looking around antique shops. And there she was. This is her first chandelier. She was hanging from a hook, you know, she had a chain and from the ceiling. And I was instantly drawn to her. And there was something about her. And I had to have her. And this connection just came here by itself without me asking for it and that's just love right I mean people love at first sight and you can't help the people or objects you fall in love with Uh, and that's how I see it so how have you endured because obviously you've said you know you have been um you know obviously bullied a lot of people online have you know a lot of people online basically believe that you're crazy they don't take it seriously um so how do you stay mentally strong because i mean i'm sure anytime you do a video you get a lot of people Mm. that just don't understand you the vast majority i'm gonna say 99 percent of people at least just type. I mean, it's not just me, again, with anything to say on the internet. Instant judge, instant type, type, tap, press, enter, and there's not really any thought to it. So, to be honest, I don't put a lot of thought into the comments unless there's serious comments, unless they sort of ask me questions and, and stuff, because I'm open to being contacted and people do ask me questions. I'm quite happy to have that happen. You know, it doesn't mean anything when people just judge without, you know, and say, oh, she needs help. She's a mental patient. She needs to be locked up. She's a fruit loop. I mean, where is this mentality that people who are not the same as everyone else need to be locked up? I mean, where does that come from? Right. We live in 2019, not 1950, where people were locked up for just being different or being disabled or whatever. We don't live in that world anymore. It shouldn't be like that. So it annoys me, but I don't take it to heart because I just think, you know. And then there's some people who will leave funny comments and I'll laugh. 
you know, I'll be reading the comments and they'll be putting something like, oh, yeah, chandelier's well hung, isn't she? You know? <laughs> she is, isn't she? I, love, I like the comments. Well, when and people... There was another. Yeah, what oh, was the sorry. other one? There was just one other. There's a show here in this country called Only Fools and Horses. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. But there's a famous scene. It's probably the most famous scene that they did. And this shan- the, the, there's two chandeliers in this hallway. And they're meant to take one down for cleaning. And instead, the other one, they've got a cloth under this chandelier. And instead, they bang it. And the other chandelier falls down and goes on the floor. And a lot of people say, oh, one more turn, Rodney, when I'm... Uh, Thingy, so I mean, I'm like, brace yourself. Brace yourself. Yeah, if you ever watch, watch this, because this is the setup. This is from the the only fools and horses scene. So a lot of people comment on that and say that don't don't make them all fall down like Ronnie, you know. And I'm like, I've never had an accident like that, so I have um, a lot of fun with it, you know. I have a lot of <laughs> fun and a lot of laughs with uh, chandeliers. Yeah, you have a good sense of humor. Yeah, you do have a good sense uh-huh. of humor. When people, okay, so when other object sexuals reach out to you, are a lot of them, you know, they're obviously not out publicly because of fear of, you know, being uh-huh. humiliated. Are a lot of object sexuals married to human beings, but then feel like they have other attractions? Like, what's a typical message that you'll receive about someone who also has this attraction? It's nothing typical because. Everyone is different and everyone is a certain different ways. Uh, there's some people who are in love with humans and in love with objects like polyamorous. I mean, oh. I've certainly tried it as well. I've been in relationships with men before, uh, but it's never worked out in the long run, but I've tried it. Uh, and there's some people who are in love with people and then have their object partners as well there's people that contact me who are quite confused about how they're feeling and they just want to kind of try and understand what they're feeling because it's not easy to understand. Like, it wasn't for me. It's like, why am I in love with objects? You know, it's confusing to start with. It's very confusing. Yeah, it, I can imagine. I mean, I can't imagine that feeling. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, because it is, it is foreign to most of us, you know, who are either... <laughs> Attracted to a person, same-sex attraction, whatever it might be. But, you know, ultimately, mm. you are attracted to another human being. Mm. Yeah. So I've given it a try and it doesn't work for me, you know. I mean, I've had friends with benefits, you know. I mean, it's never sort of, I've never <laughs> felt like I've had love with people. And again, you know, I've tried sex with people, but. It doesn't bother me. It's not interesting to me. It's like, whatever, you know? Thank you. I don't care. I really don't care. How did it bother me? It interests me. You've never been married to an actual object, but you are engaged to Lumiere. What is your next step? Do you all plan a ceremony? Um, A lot of listeners wanted to know, you know, who's performing the ceremony. Will your friends and family come? So tell us, like, who proposed Uh, to who? How did that happen? I proposed to her. Okay. I did it on the, when was it, February 14th. I did it on the Valentine's Day two years ago now, over, just over two years ago. And the reason we haven't married yet is because I'm still trying to figure out how to do it. You know, I know I'd like to marry her, 
But, you know, it's all those sort of logistics that I've got to think about. Like, how is it going to get done? How is it? Because I've got friends all over the world who would like to come. So I'd have to set up something like what we're doing right now, probably. Yeah, right. So I people could stream see the it. wedding. Yeah, you got to yeah. stream the wedding. Yeah, and then somebody will... I don't know. Do the uh, ceremony. Speak for us, yes. Yep. But, you know, again, you know, it's not really been properly planned, you know, um, yet. So it's, you know, because <laughs> yeah. I'm not very good. I'm not very good at that sort of thing. I'm really not. So. And she obviously isn't for obvious reasons because, you know, she is limited. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. Know. She is limited. Yes. <laughs> she is. I don't mind. I love her anyway. So. <laughs> Do you think your family would come? Like, would your family be supportive if, like, you actually had a ceremony? I have really no idea because I haven't really asked anybody so far. So I don't know, to be honest, is the true answer to that. I mean, I know some of my family are very supportive of me and there possibly could be some people there. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, you know, that's the only answer. I don't know. <laughs> have Amazing. to wait and see. Well, I mean, you've answered so many of our questions. You know, a kind of a lightning round. Um, listeners wanted to know if Sia is your favorite artist, <laughs> obviously for her chandelier song. Uh-huh. That is my alarm clock sound in the that's morning. Your- <laughs> yeah, that's so great. It's the piano version, though. It's the slow, like the piano Lower version one. that wakes me up. That's if, it's, that's if I need an alarm clock. And it's my phone ringtone as well, but... As far as it being my favorite song, yeah, it's up there. Okay. My favorite song is still the Star Spangled Banner, though. That hasn't changed for years. That's my favorite song. (laughs) Uh, People were very concerned, and and I know you told us some of the details, but people were very concerned that you were having sex with her while she was plugged in, and people were concerned, like, (laughs) please don't shock yourself. No, okay, no, okay. no, no, no. I'm, I'm a lot of things, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> okay, thank God. That seems to... I've never done anything with her. So. That seemed to be you an said ongoing. You wanted to see this little guy on, on oh, there. Yes. This oh, is your tiniest chandelet. one. This is Chandelet. Um, you didn't see oh. a lit last time, but there you go. She's a Swarovski chandelier. Oh, my God, uh, she's beautiful. So you're constantly collecting, right? Whenever you uh-huh. see a chandelier that you love, you just pick it right up. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I get them in all sorts of states when they come. I mean, they they can be absolutely dreadful when I get them. And they're, they're nothing, you know, a lot of people would just, like, you know, get rid of it, you know. And that's how I've ended up getting some really cheap ones in the past because I've got them in, in states, you know, in a mess and stuff. I mean, that's another one I've got to fix. Oh, and that yeah, doesn't you're... look like anything, right? Yeah, right, but right. Just, it doesn't. Wow. So that's this one last night, and that's what it looks like when it's finished. Oh my god, wow. that's so I cute! Reached, and I restored this one last night, so and that this was all apart, and it wasn't even put together. And I've rewired this and everything, so you okay. can see. Have uh, you thought about the top, the red and brown wires? Do you sell any of these? I mean, do you have you thought about opening up a shop? Because I feel like people would pay a lot of money to meet you, meet the chandeliers that you are, are you know, you have this wonderful relationship with. Plus, you can actually mm-hmm. restore them. Mm-hmm. I have sold some of them, yes. Uh, 
I just do them on Facebook Marketplace at certain times. You know, I don't do them all the time. It just depends. You know, I mean, I've got some others done like this one. I I did this one the other day. So that one's ready. I think that one's got a home and that one as well. And then the two in here I've also done as well recently. Wow. Uh, that house is talent. Yes. Um, Amanda, people also wanted to know, lastly, are you planning on changing your name? to either Lu- uh, Amanda Lumiere or you're going to keep it Liberty? No. no, Liberty, because I didn't just change my name to Liberty because of the Statue of Liberty. Yes, that was one of the main reasons, but the other was because that's how I live my life. Oh, I live really? my life to be I free, because Liberty means freedom. So it fits me, it fits my personality, it fits who I am. That's awesome. And what I stand for as well, because I believe I believe in being open-minded and I believe in accepting people as long as they're not hurting anybody, as long as they're not breaking the law, then I don't see a problem with it. Wow. Yeah. wow. There needs to be more happiness in the world and more positive feelings. It doesn't matter if you're weird. It doesn't matter if you're not doing something that everyone else does. What matters is the value that it can bring to your life and what it does for you, which for me, you know, as I restore them, I go all over the world looking at pictures and going to opera houses and stately homes and palaces, going to find all the chandeliers and, you know, so I'm getting much more of a cultural experience to look around all these places and meeting people and making friends with people. Wow. You know, That's awesome. doing That's a great all message. these positive things in my life that I didn't have before. Because I mean, I have something called Asperger's syndrome, which is a kind of autism. So I find it more difficult to make friends with people. And since I've been with my chandeliers, I've become a lot more social, and I've been able to um, have more. Help yeah. in making friends and keeping friends as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's nice. been it's it's been a therapy, a form of kind of therapy and and release for you. Well, yeah. look, we we really um, are thankful that you trusted us enough to come on the show today. You were great. You answered all the questions that people had. I mean, it was like I said, I, I you know everybody was fascinated by your story when we saw it here in the U.S. on Inside Edition, and like we talked about, you know, you only get to see two or three minutes, so it's presented huh. in a much more or, um, yeah, I think it's just presented in a way that people don't really understand you. It's like, oh, tonight, you know, this woman's married mm-hmm. to a chandelier. And, like, you're mm-hmm. not, you weren't really. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think it was, but it was fascinating. And you are fascinating. So I think that it was just great that you would be willing to be on. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> well, please keep us posted because if you do have a ceremony, we absolutely want to Skype in. We would totally be willing to do the ceremony for you. I mean, we know nothing about, and none of us are married yet on this show at all, but, you know, mm-hmm. we would help you with those vows. I love your tattoo. Cool. We love your chandelier you tattoo. Much. And the shirt. Tattoo. <laughs> it's yeah, great. They're everywhere. They are Amanda, you're amazing. Can you promote, by the way, are you already on a documentary that people, I know it's out in New Zealand, I don't know if it's going to be online yet, but what what have you got coming up as far as press? Uh, I haven't got anything more coming up at the moment with press, but if you want to look more about objects and sexuality, there's a great documentary called Animism, that's A-N-I-M-I-S-M, that is available on Netflix. Um, and I'm in that 
and when I was loving the Statue of Liberty and it shows me going to New York City and going to the Statue of Liberty, but she was closed at the time, so we just went round the actual island because they were redoing all the stairs and stuff inside, so sure. we couldn't get any interior access. But that's a quite a good documentary, and it also shows uh, some other people who are OS as well. There's a lady mm. called Linda, I think, with Bruce there, and this is a Ferris wheel or a, a fairground ride. It shows her story and shows her getting married to that. And who else is in it? Oh, I think Erica Eiffel is in it as well. Oh, so she's, in, she's in, quite in love with the Eiffel subject. Tower, she's, right? Yeah. I mean, ah. uh, I think things have changed a little bit for her since then. I mean, she's done other other documentaries and things since, but, wow. uh, but yeah. Well, you are There's awesome. quite a few of them you know about so thank you so much for being on we definitely will mm-hmm. see you again you were terrific hugs to lumiere thank you for <laughs> trusting us we love you lots ah uh, hugs there you go hugs mm. hugs hugs and a kiss i love it hugs and a kiss all right now Hi, i want to snuggle with her i want to try i'm gonna try this now i'm like i just want to go and see if i could have you know relations with a drum you know kid i really want to know that's amazing only, to me. If only you could choose, huh? <laughs> I know. Yes. That would be great. Yeah. All right, girl. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. All Bye, right. Amanda. Thanks, Amanda. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye amazing. For Bye for now. <laughs> Bye. Bye, girl. Thank you. <laughs> 10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavored. Ah! Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their Conception for Her and Conception for Him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for Her Fertility Aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception Conception for her, conception for him, and the conception bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off conception for her, conception for him, and the conception bundle with the promo code Fraser20. That's F R A S E R, the numbers two zero. 
Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? (laughs) You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. All the way from um, Leeds, England, she was so great. So Amanda Liberty was just on. She is the woman who um, has a relationship with a chandelier, Statue of Liberty. Okay, what did you all think, by the way? I think she's so sweet. I know, she is sweet. She's I amazing. mean, do you feel like, I mean, look, I'm not a therapist, but I just, do you wonder? Like, And, and it is hard because she does say, she's pretty transparent on her Facebook page that she has Asperger's um, and then that she is an object sexual. But I just wonder the therapy behind it. Like- you know what I'm saying? Is there any? Well, yeah. You know what? Like, if we could only bring in Christopher Doyle, who basically counsels people to be straight. Like, I wonder what he would have what to he say. he would have to say yeah. about this and yeah. be like, listen. Chris Doyle would have a whole diagnosis. <laughs> well, the interesting thing is, is that she has no need for sex. She was kind of over it. Right. She's and like, she looks so happy. Like, right. so genuinely you, happy. I know penis make her look that happy. Really? You don't think so? <laughs> no. I mean, she was like, I've tried sex. She said it like multiple She's, times. Yeah, she was like, mm, oh, that must be nice, right? Because we're all I hanging know. on a dick. <laughs> we really, we're like, we're here we're like, on one dick. dick we're like, God. When are we gonna get well, some Shmano, more dick? What Schmano left you for like nine days? You're gonna die. Schmano was like over in her neck of the woods. He's <laughs> over in Paris, and I'm telling you right now, I am dick deprived. I mean, I am just like, I don't know how Amanda does it. Like, it would be so much easier if I was, in, you know, in love with a chandelier. Just love all the time. They're at your disposable. Yes, you can go all rub the on them, kiss on them, whenever you want. She's amazing, though. I really do think I don't understand it. I don't understand it, but I respect that she doesn't want to be made fun of. Oh, yeah. No, I don't think we should. No, not at all. But I respect her for saying she actually admitted that, you know, she had Asperger's and that she it's hard for her to make friends. And like, she's very open about it. But I would be fucking it. I'm not going to lie. Like, I need sex. Like, I would definitely. I mean, she said she's so interesting. She's done the drum kit. She has had relations with a chandelier. she did do the drum kit. Oh, 100 percent. Well, I mean, I can see doing a drumstick like that makes sense. Ouch. It's like the same as a pencil dick. But, you know, but I fall up. You stick. It's going to hit like. Your heart. Mm. Organs. Well, I don't know. I mean, come on. But I, I mean, see what you're saying, your right? Your vaginal canal can it's hold more... a lot. It can. Oh, wow. You'd be surprised. <laughs> oh, people get things stuck up hey, there all to, the time. You go to Thailand to see the birds flying out? Yeah, absolutely. You can push out ping pongs. Anyway. I mean, there can be a lot <laughs> of stuff up true. there. <laughs> I've had a cock ring stuck in me. Like, that stuff happens. <laughs> that stuff gets launched up there. <laughs> so I can imagine why it's tricky to have sex with a chandelier. Can no, you imagine true. a light fixture getting stuck up there? Uh-uh. Mm-mm. No, absolutely not. But hers, she doesn't take it out of the house. For some, when you watch the other documentaries, it looks like she takes it out of the house and she walks with it. But that's not Lumiere. No, Lumiere stays in the house, lit usually, right. like hung up, yeah, with an engagement ring on. Interesting. With an engagement ring on, and she it looked like she put it inside herself. I don't want to call her back though because she she had dated men, didn't really work. Now Lumiere is a woman, so I'm almost right. wondering: Are you a lesbian object? Considered, sexual? yeah. 
Anyway, they I call it OS. I had a million follow up questions, but I, I mean, it's hard for me because I, I want to see the sex. Yeah, yeah, you were, we were ready that's for her to be like, all right, now display. <laughs> and she's like, actually, we only kiss and hug and that's it. I was a little let down by that. Yeah, I, w- I wanted more action. <laughs> anyway. I find it amazing. <laughs> it is. It is amazing, right? It's fascinating because you don't believe it's real. Yeah. And she also said she's not broken up with Lady Liberty. Right. She was like, well, I never fully was with her. I never fully broke up with like her. But everyone. I'm still. Yes. I think that whole thing That's is very confusing. Like where, right, right. what the. She goes yeah. back and forth. You know, she walks to the chandelier and then she walks over to Liberty Corner. And so I didn't know what. I think they're all friends. It's you all very it, blended in her house, too. Yes. She's walking around. You can see like the flags everywhere. But I that's actually that. like a great skill, too. She can restore all of these chandeliers. Yeah, I know. That's amazing. And plus, they never get jealous and call you. Like, I mean, she could fuck any anyone she wanted. You could go from Statue of Liberty one day back to the chandelier. What are the they going to do? I mean, what are they going to do? They're not going to text each other. They're not going to blow up your shit. They don't. I mean, they, they don't know. There could be some false faulty wiring in there, and they start. Oh, well, people sh- were genuinely concerned that she was having relations while the while it was on. I was like, guys, I really don't think she would be that dumb. Like, I don't like, think she's. Electric shock in her right from Amanda's mouth. <laughs> I may be a lot of things, but I'm not dumb. That was my favorite line. <laughs> I loved it. She was fabulous. Fabulous. Thank you. That was great. It was great because I, I just, I'm fascinated by how people are in love with inanimate objects, but it's a real thing. Amazing. She's bringing awareness. She is bringing awareness. Anybody seen Team uh, USA, the women's soccer team? Women's U.S. soccer team is over in France. My man is over there. Oh, yeah. He's uh, like he's like dying right now. Dying. He's going to a couple of the World Cup games that oh are God. happening. So yesterday, the U.S. women end up blowing out Thailand 13-0. to zero. The Taiwanese players were even crying on the field at times. Ooh. Um, now, the, here's the issue. People are saying that Team USA was disrespectful after celebrating um, every single goal and like not just celebrating, but they're like, you know how they like get down. They're like, yes, yes. OK, when you make it to that type of caliber of sport, what the fuck are you supposed to do? Walk it off and be like, yeah, right. what's up? Like, no, you're going to celebrate. <laughs> but I get 13 goals. My, it might get a little old after that. By the 13th one, they're, they're like, just not literally. making any. <laughs> and I texted Schman about this because Schman's a soccer coach. And oh, I said, yeah. what are your thoughts? And he's like, look, celebrating one through nine is fine. But then nine through 13 <laughs> that they kept it going was Why like nine a little is much. the magic number. Right. That's what I said, too. Like, my, what, <sighs> nine? Maybe after like the fifth one. No, no. I, maybe like in soccer, tenth. if they score a three, it's a huge game. It I mean, is. maybe. Right. I, I don't. But then at the same time, I'm always like, I feel like you don't have to. You can have less sports. I don't know. Like, you're paid. You know what I mean? It's a paid sport now. It's not a high school. A high school match. Okay, I understand when they stop racking up the score because I was on the loser team. I was on a basketball team that two <laughs> years in a row went zero and eighteen for real. Oh, Sarah, what <laughs> position did you play? I played point guard, and my mom goes Yikes. after like nine games in. She was like, "Look, I'm not showing up till you win one." That was honestly oh, no. what she said. All the parents did. Yeah. No wonder you're in therapy. What kind of the, what kind of all mom? the parents gave up? They were like oh, two Sarah. moms. Rachel Quance's mom kept showing up even Rachel though we would lose, Quance. and uh, Mr. Dalton. Like that was it. Do you ever have those helicopter parents that would be yelling because I was in I was in basketball and we yeah, had this one. Mom. She would be like, she would tell us to pull their hair. She would be say, be like, what? trip them up, trip them up, oh trip my. them up. Yeah, I do actually. Preston Parmalo. He I went to school with him. His mom <laughs> was like that. Do you remember their names? To leave. Uh, because she was like, she would get on the court side and she would oh coach. It was really embarrassing. He you think like, Schman, is Schman going to be that dad? No, Schman says he doesn't care. He just wants what? our kids oh. to learn team. Like, Okay, play. here's a funny story. We're in the car. We're talking about when Sarah is going to be ovulating because I wanted to keep a calendar. And Schman was like, well, AJ, uh, the best time for the baby would be actually to conceive in June or July. That way that 
when they are of age, they can actually apply to be on the women or men's soccer team. Oh no! He I was wants like, a kid born. I think kids are better. They they have a higher chance of playing in a professional sport if they're born in February, March, or something. Which is ironic because I was born in February, and <laughs> I can't even get near the. They're NBA. as athletic as a. I don't even know where the WNBA offices would be to apply. Like I don't. I, mean, I don't know why that would make any difference. <laughs> it was the funniest thing though. I was like, Schman. But regardless, I'm okay with any any child <laughs> healthy. But it would be favorable if it was born in. <laughs> it I was think that a he sounds like President yeah, must Obama. Must be an athlete. That was like a good Obama impression. Uh, okay, thank you. That, that, see, there you sound go. like That's Obama. Really good. Yes, I'll have to practice that one later. Shaman is no, like but Shaman is very. He's very. Um, you know, we were talking about very oriented and. Yep. Yes, that that sounds great. Thank well, you, Sarah. He loves Sarah. a fucking spreadsheet. I mean, he loves he will, a spreadsheet. Oh my god! When he realized that there was a menstrual tracker, like a fertile uh, fertility yes. tracker, he's like super oh, all psyched. about it. Oh my god! Yeah. Like he gets so hard, like just entering all the numbers, <laughs> like oh, you had your period on this day. I can actually imagine him saying oh, that. He loves that. So for the teams, if they're matched up equally and they got 13 goals, and I guess in these type of games, they don't stop the game to be like, all right, we already know you won. No. They just so, keep going. And they, I get they they all from all these women's teams from various countries had to qualify, obviously, for World Cup. So they play so many games. They they win so many games, tournaments. They get there. Obviously, the Thailand women whatever, had a bad day. They're not at the same caliber that Team USA is. Team USA, I think, is ranked number one in really the world. Good. Oh, right. in the world? Yeah, they're huge. They're really, oh, really yeah. good. I knew they were good, but that's real good. Because that's this whole, there's a whole argument about how they don't get paid as much as the guys, even though they, they outrank USA men. Anyway, but, so they don't, yeah. I want to know what Schman's thought about this. I think he believes that they all should get pay raises, but I think he sees it as that... Uh, I don't think he thinks that they should make as much as the men because that they bring in more money. Essentially, people go to the men's games more. Yeah, I think that's it. I, th- I but I, I'd have to actually. I don't want to quote him, but there's something there. We'll bring him into studio. Oh, we'll bring him in. Absolutely. Uh, so anyway, I wanted to know what you guys thought of them. Uh, I say celebrate. I mean, I'm Team USA. Team fucking USA, dude. I agree. I mean, because you know you Not don't know what goal. The, yeah, I know. You don't know what the next game is going to bring. So you might as well celebrate. Might as well celebrate what we got the win now. These people aren't kids. I mean, they're not under 18. Fuck them. Yeah, why are they crying? Like, I don't oh, know. No, I get the crying part, I mean, but I, but don't be a sore loser. Like, they got a, a fair goal. Let them have a moan. Let them have a moan. <laughs> Sorry. Let them have the moan. I'm dying. Oh, I'm obsessed with these. This artist sounds amazing. Dominic Wilcox, who's made periscope glasses that will help shorter people be able to have a height advantage at concerts. So if you've ever gone to a concert, AJ found this story. I love it. You can't see a damn thing because you're in front of someone that's so tall. Yes. Okay. Well, Dominic's periscope glasses now grant shorter people a height advantage. You put these glasses on and then almost like a go-go gadget arm, they extend <laughs> They stand up and then they look onto the stage. Detector gadget. And the glasses that you have on have a reflector. So they essentially, here they are, they look like this. No, okay. it's like, it's it's that. honestly, oh. the, it's the 21st century. This and is awesome. this is I'm as like far as our science. A to your face. <laughs> here you go. Here's glasses connected to the, a mirror. A pole, you know? A little pole. It's like a selfie stick before your eyes. I just don't understand. Like, we're so ahead of the scientific curve like we're just so smart right now 
And this is what you're giving me? This is what, what you're helping me. I'm five, you know, too. You know, let's, let's remember get, that. Let's get a fucking drone shot. Let's, yeah. let's, let's Skype in the drone shot to my glasses. Why do this? Get right gonna, up to the face am I gonna of show who's up to on a stage. Concert? Thank you. Am I going to show up to a concert and wear these? I would. Of course you would. <laughs> with your, with your geriatric shoes, shoes, too. My hookah shoes. <laughs> Like a damn near oh, no. senior citizen. That's a good point. By the way, they're on display like in multiple places in London at like department stores and everything. They've got to be more revolutionary than this. I mean, literally, did you know? We like I got I used to get a spy kit when I was little, and the glasses would just have a little mirror, and the, they would be big. I and had you would, those. And meet, you oh, would yeah. see behind you. I mean, that was what I don't that know. That was awesome. Eighteen years ago, guys. Like we're still doing this. But hey, more power to you. Look, my mom has glaucoma. Can we solve that issue? Regenerate nerves, yeah, possibly? No one seems to be into no that. Like, to everyone be wants to... those problems. Oh, but concert goers. <laughs> Festivals. You need help. Gotcha. Also, you spent a lot right, of time I'm on this, with, by the did. way. You did. Well, this, this guy did, too. He's like, yeah, I don't blame you. He's kind of stupid. <laughs> He's kind of stupid. You burned him, Sarah. Well, I mean, wait, now that I think about it, I'm like, really? Okay, you're an artist. Like, you took all that time to do that. You're right. Do, How about do, work on fucking take glaucoma? Take the design of a selfie stick and strap it to some glasses. You know, he was on some ayahuasca. Was like taking a selfie, and he was like, "This is good to me. Right on my I can't wait for that. Uh, uh, did you see this story, too? I, this is a little old, but we had to talk about it. Uh, the doctors that found 100 undigested bubble tea balls in a teen's body. Oh. So I put this on my story. First of all, and who drinks bubble tea? That everyone. shit is so nasty. I hate what? it. Okay, Why? are you kidding me? No wonder this chick was so backed up. You look at those like little plastic balls at the bottom of your drink that then they want you to eat. They look it's, like fish eyeballs. Who the fuck wants that in your tea? It's called Chew Them. <laughs> I, I was like a hundred undigested. She was scared to tell her parents that she ha- she never. She's like, I only had bubble tea last week. And meanwhile, she eats about three bubble teas a day and just never. She likes to just swallow the balls, and they also are just like straight carbs. You're supposed to chew them. Well, what? they say that they're filled with cornstarch to make them stick together. And then lots of times the chewy tapioca balls uh, are even added with more thickening agents. So <laughs> once she swallowed them, this is in China. Once she swallowed them, they were, they're very, for, they, they're doctors say they're super hard for you to digest, period. Then on top of that, not chewing them makes it even harder. And she had three bubble teas a day on average. At first, when she went into the doctors, she goes, oh, no, I just had one about a week ago. And then they go, okay, cool. Let's roll you out into a CT scan. And they're like, oh, can you explain these like hundred balls that are like lodged in your belly? Okay. Yeah. I've had a few more. Oh Oh, my God. Who drinks that crap? So I put it on my story and I have so many friends from school that all said, you know, they're like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with bubble tea. Like I drink it every day, but I'm like, do you chew the balls? And they said, yes. I was like, you got no issues. Are you drinking three a day? They're really famous in in Asia though. We actually just got a new bubble uh, tea spot up here. We should go for lunch, Sarah. Really? Yeah. A lot of people drink those at school. Doctors say that bubble tea pearls are made out of starch, are hard for the body to digest. Not only this, but some shops may add thickeners and preservatives to the pearls, making them even harder than that to digest. Uh, They can cause constipation, um, and they can cause issues in your gastrointestinal dysfunction. Uh, They gave the woman a series of laxatives, and she was able to pass the 100 bubble teas. Like, do those just come out They've got to be easy to pass. They're slimy. You know, this isn't golf balls. I've never been into that bubble tea stuff. It Mm -mm. looks like dense, though. Oh, it is. I mean, you're chewing a gummy. Yeah. Oh, in the picture? Yeah. Yeah, they're just all massed together. What would you, if you're a doctor, you're looking at that, like, 
um, it's either hairballs or uh, like marbles. marbles yeah, maybe? like sis. What are oh. And the amount of bubble tea she must have had to have to consume that. On a day. <laughs> really backed up. Real backed up. No wonder. It was bad stomach pains. No wonder. Poppin' is everything that's happening in celebrity news. Chloe Kardashian. Look, we don't always talk about the Kardashians, but I do think this one is interesting because Chloe's had to deny the fact she says she did not meet Tristan Thompson while he was with his other baby mama. And she went on her Instagram story to do a detailed explanation that she says, which she went to extreme detail. Essentially, when she met Tristan, he told her immediately that he was pregnant. He got another woman pregnant. They weren't weren't together. He got his attorneys on the phone, attorneys, publicists, friends to vouch for the fact that they were no longer together. Apparently showed Chloe a series of text messages to prove it. All this stuff. So Chloe is denying that she is a homewrecker or had a relationship with him. While he was still in a relationship. He may not have been broken up with the girl, but she was pregnant because they had pictures of Chloe and him together. His baby mama was pregnant and then Chloe comes into the picture. She says that she is so completely and utterly sorry if, in fact, he was still with this other woman because she was under the impression that when they started dating, he was totally single. Well, men are trash, so... Once a cheater, always a cheater. Guess what he did? He cheated on your ass. <laughs> Justin, like, see, here's my thing, though. The Kardashians, this is the thing. They're so rich. I don't think they care if the men are with other people or not. Because Kylie started dating Tyga when Tyga was still with China. And Tyga threw her in, like, a 17th birthday. She was completely underage. They don't care. And then China dated Rob. Rob. And it's a clusterfuck. Oh, big time. Uh, Radar Online had found documents from Jordan Craig, who was the woman that Tristan got married or got pregnant, found out Tristan was cheating just a month after discovering that she was pregnant and said Tristan had denied even knowing Chloe before she saw them together in paparazzi pics. Why are they going through so much trouble to deny these claims? Like, who cares? It was so long ago. It was so, that was years ago. Like, come on, guys. I know. I guess who does care? And uh, doesn't everyone know at this point Tristan Thompson's like a cheater? Lamar? I mean, here's Lamar. here's my the only oh. lesson Khloe Kardashian needs to take away from this is stop dating NBA guys. Here, <laughs> go find a trash truck driver, go find a McDonald's attendant, go find a golf expert. Literally anyone Bitch, else. <laughs> all you need to apologize is you made two mistakes twice. Stop fucking the NBA roster. Deuces. I, That's I all you need to write. Right. Who does thou, Chris date? You guys know him. He's the, the old, the younger guy. Corey? What, Wait, Corey what Gamble? Is, Corey Gamble. What does he do? Hot, amazing. I don't know. Nothing. Luckiest cool. man alive. Hot, right. Amazing. He's well, like, like, he, does, Chris. he just like, he pretends to be their security coordinator and I love it so much. <laughs> I love that they just like give them jobs. They're like, you know what you're doing? He and Scott Disick had zero ambitions. Scott and they, Disick is one of the smartest people ever, on the planet ever. for finagling that shit. Ever. You know what Scott realized? I Yeah, was Scott like, was like, I'm going to tuck my dick between my legs and whatever these chicks <laughs> want, sticking around. And then him, he's just on the show. Now, now he, he flips he, houses. Now, he flips houses? Yes. He has a new show. That's his you're, thing. No. <laughs> no. Scott Disick has a new show, Flipping Houses? Yes. Of course. Oh, yeah. No. So he makes money. No. And he deals in luxury vehicles. Like, that's what he does. Oh, my. You but, guys. of course, Chris is, like, still his partner in the whole Chris house is like, flipping thing. So she has I her fucking hands hate in everything. You, Scott, but He's I'm the a, smartest one. The smartest one. Yeah, he and Corey Campbell. Got three babies out of that and just co-parents like a boss. Please. Does appearances sometimes. I love Chloe so much. But stop. Stop dating the NBA. It's dumb. It's like, at what point? 
I would date if I was famous. I'm famous. Fuck. <laughs> I'm going to date somebody completely not in the entertainment business. It's just bad news bears. If you can manage it, somehow Judd Apatow, you know, they're my favorite couple. I want you to date Pete Davidson. I think you guys would be an awesome couple. I really do. That's squirming Muppets of disgust. Oh, my God. <laughs> working with him in a year, and then he's going to listen to this. I think he's amazing. Pete, everyone says you look like a squirmy Muppet, but I love you. Huge I wang. hope to work with you. Huge <laughs> wang. I hope to work with you at SNL one day. We'll have fun together. Chris Pratt is being dad shamed for calling the wedding to Katherine Schwarzenegger the best day of his lives. What do y'all think? Are you think this is being blown um, out of proportion or are we here shamed. for it? Well, my mom's friend went to Australia with her entire family, held a koala and said that was her like the best moment of her life. And all of her kids were like, not our Bitch, births. What? Like what? So, uh, Let me clear this up. Since I was on Like It or Not at Fox 5 last night, you can catch it. Uh, so I'm I'm up to date on this story, guys. So Chris Pratt quoted, he said, yesterday was the best day of our lives. Okay, he's referring to him and Catherine Schwarzenegger. He, he's still friends with Anna Ferris. He's still very involved dad. You know, it's the best day of his and Catherine's lives. I could see that. And I mean, to be honest, the kid must just remind him of his ex. So that's kind of like, eh. Truly, but he's still friends with her. It it wasn't a bad breakup. You know, it was just like, hey, we don't vibe anymore, dude. Okay, first of all, it is a bad break. People always go, we're amicable. No, you're not. You'd still be together if you're fucking amicable. Okay, (laughs) that's true. You're tolerant. You're tolerant post. Okay, tolerant. Separate. You're you're Manning Tatum and Jenna Dewan. They do not like each other. Okay, amicable. Oh, please. (laughs) He actually has such a type because Jesse J does look very much like. Oh, exactly like her. If Shman and I break up, it ain't going to be amicable. Amicable. Uh, it ain't going to be for okay. you. Shman is going to be like, well. Oh, he'll be living his best life. Right. He'll be the he best be- day of my life. I'll be like, fuck you. I don't it was the one- best day of my life. I'll be like, I don't have one good thing to say about you. I take it all back. Those engagement pictures, mm-mm. I was thinking of someone else. Oh, it's funny to watch you pretend to not love Schman. You oh, truly, I'm crazy about it. I'm crazy like, I'm, about I'm obsessed. Like, they mm-hmm. call so- Those engagement photos, I was thinking of someone else. <laughs> Like, no, Paul Martin always calls me now and he goes, you're obsessed. Okay. You're before, obsessed with him. Before it was, you don't love your man enough. You're a lazy lay. <laughs> now it's, you're obsessed, Sarah. It's like, can we get a, a happy middle here? Katy Perry, Taylor Swift, apparently uh, declare peace at last for the second time with cryptic cookies on Katy Perry's Insta yesterday. And then Taylor Swift jumped in and put up 13 emojis. Uh, I can't I, I don't remember if they were peace emojis or hearts or whatever. A lot of people think this is a <laughs> prelude to them either releasing a collaboration Potentially titled Peace at Last or Let's Be Friends. Some has gone, have gone so far as to connect the orange heart in Perry's caption to Swift's clue about track five on the album. Most Absolute. are excited. What do you guys think? Crucial emoji finds. So cryptic. Jeez. So cryptic. Uh, uh, personally, I don't care. Look, mm. I got to wipe my ass. I don't have time to, you know, read through <laughs> captions. Okay. Yeah. It's ridiculous. The feud is over. Let me read through these captions and figure out the puzzle. No. <laughs> Hard pass. You're not, you don't care that much. Oh, uh, Swifty put up like 11 hearts. Swifty. Oh, what does 11 mean? Well, I want to see them do a duo together, though. Like a duet. All right. All right. I buy me tickets. Good. I'll go. Yeah, I really do. I think that could be really good. They're very talented. Wendy Williams uh, says she's well aware that her 27-year-old new boyfriend was a convicted felon. 2013, he was arrested for armed robbery, served some time. She says she's all good. She's living her life, and she knows exactly what he's like. And he already had told her. Mark Tomlin is his name. 
They were be- she flew him from L.A. back to New York City. She's living the best life. I need life. a sugar daddy slash sugar mama. I love her so much. She flies him it. back and forth. She's 54, by the way. He's 27. She goes, I'm a 54-year-old grown-ass woman. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I can't wait to hear about this okay. on the show. I'm a grown-ass woman. How you doing? Honey, I'm doing great. <laughs> That's exactly what she, she would say. She looks like she's living her best she's life. killing it. Although, I do have to say, TMZ did catch her in L.A., and I don't know if she was just tired, but she. I hope she's not looked drinking a little drunk. again. Yeah. It looked a little dazed and confused. Yeah, her posts were... And then she goes, <laughs> she was kind of funny in the TMZ thing, because she goes, I'm asking for privacy. Well, actually, I never give anybody privacy, so I'm <laughs> going to ask. So, so it was really funny the way she was like... Okay, yeah, in hot topics, I don't give anyone privacy. She goes in on hot topics. Where was I recently where someone asked if you and I were from New Jersey? I was like, no, we just do fake accents. A lot of people ask me that, too. I know, and I'm like, no, no, we're not. What's wrong with it? I know, we get complaints like, stop doing the accents. I'm like, no. (laughs) We refuse. We refuse. Fuck my left toe. No. That's what we do for us. All right, I'm the only one in this show is obsessed with the Central Park Five when they see us talking Mary. I'm now watching it again. Uh, And on Monday, we're going to have Jim Trainum on. I'm you obsessed with this watch tr- true uh, yeah. crime documentaries. I do. I love them so that much. good. Well, I'm getting ready to watch the Jonas Brothers one tonight. Oh, oh yes. Uh, my, on my, Prime. My uh, two friends are in that. Look out for them. What are they doing in that? That's cool. Um, they are diehard fans since high school. They met in the fan club and they became college roommates and they were in all of the Jonas Brothers documentary. They just did a secret like influencer party to release their new in New what? York City. And so Why they went. It was Paul like a carnival. Warning me and not inviting us to these things. Like, <laughs> well, okay, you have totally Paul Wharton'd us. Uh, Why were we at this Jonas Brothers secret? We were invited, part? Sarah. It was these two girls, and I just saw their whole story. It was a whole compilation. They're in. They actually sat down in the documentary and they filmed the whole thing. And I was never a Jonas Brothers fan, so I just so loved their care. loved. No, no, no. I think it's they're very, very talented. And they have a little bit like they hated each other for a little bit. And these girls were obsessed, but it's a great story. But look out wow. for them, Sarah and Alana. Okay, well we got to go to that. We should be going to their parties and stuff. Yes, yes. I mean. We have PWS. Been done, but yeah. <laughs> PWS. Uh, anyway, if you are following along with When They See Us, the documentary, now Linda Fairstein has written an op-ed for the Washington Post where she defends herself and says that Ava DuVernay and the um, When They See Us documentary falsely portrays her as a bigoted prosecutor who was out for these five men. And she goes on to explain that these men were, in fact, in the park um, and part of a riot and a beating of two other guys. And she says that there's evidence there. I mean, I don't think anyone wants to hear it. I mean, the fact of the matter is these guys are innocent. They were exonerated. One guy came forward with the DNA and admitted it. And she's still trying to say, well, okay, well, uh, all right, that's true. But um, but they were still guilty of something. No one's on the prosecutor's side. Sorry. Oh, yeah, your mom's a criminal defense attorney. Yeah. Does she work with awful prosecutors? Because this is like, uh, oh, okay, you can't yeah. really say. Well, Do you think that they're really corrupt? Um, well, actually, one of her good friends is married to a prosecutor and, like, love that guy. He's a great person. Reasonable. Great dad. Yeah, like, it's it's just person-by-person case. And Ava DuVernay says that the documentary is really showing that the justice system needs to be reformed. Okay, well, yeah, yeah we all knew that. Yeah. Well, it's a really good. So we'll, we'll have Jim Trainman. He's amazing. Anyway, he worked for the D.C. Police Department as a homicide detective all through the 80s and 90s. He was trained to get false um, confessions. Um, 
you know, stood up and said, I, I don't want to be a part of this anymore, wrote a book about it. Uh, and now he's on true crime documentaries. He's on Discovery ID all the time. He'll be on a Monday to talk about this case because he was living, you know, as a homicide detective in Washington, D.C. at the time that this was happening, um, but talks about the injustice in the justice system. So that'll be a really good show on Monday. Um, all right. What else do we need? Oh, uh, well, we have to tell you, OK, buy one, get one free tickets for our live podcast show. So. We've teamed up with I Support the Girls. They're an amazing organization that help give women in crisis, domestic violence victims, uh, young women, uh, tampons, bras, brand new underwear, uh, maxi pads, because when people donate to homeless shelters, they don't think about feminine products. So we've teamed up with them for the live podcast show, which is June 20th, Amp by Strathmore, in addition to the male dancers who will not be getting totally nude. Everybody wanted me to disclose that, okay? Because everyone's still real grandma. worried about a bowl popping out. Oh, Okay. But what about just Montgomery one County police are concerned? Have a little everybody, fun. everybody is worried that that ball is going to come out on stage. So no balls, no balls, just bulges. Bring mm. a package of maxi pads because I support the girls nationwide is in crisis need right now of maxi pads. So if you do that, you can bring someone free. Buy a $25 general admission ticket, bring someone for free. Buy a VIP ticket, bring someone for free. Just bring a packet of maxi pads. Doors open at 630 for full bar and, and uh, light bite service. AJ and I will be there. Schmiggy and Schman will be there. Showtime is 8 o'clock. Comedian Rob Mayer. It's going to be a great show. It's the Bachelorette Party Show, my last show before getting married. Before tying the knot. Before tying the knot. Yes. All right. Okay, we are out. Oh, my God. Um, Thank you guys so much for watching. Monday show had record views. Record views. Woo. Record views. Element. I love it. Thousands of viewers. You guys, we love you. Thank you for telling somebody about the Hey Fresh pod that's never heard of them. We're obsessed. Love you guys. Bye, everybody. See you Monday. Bye. Hey, Frasier, like it. Rock the cast pod. Rock the cast pod. Part. Oh, good. It's just like one <laughs> line of the first one. I don't know.